Blog Talk Radio. Warning. You have entered the realm of the gods. So give us your mind and your full attention. So you say you deal with esoteric information? I never heard of such. Well, you're in for a treat. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Eileen L. Bay dropping jewels every day. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Eileen L. Bay dropping jewels every day. Blog Talk, Blog Talk, this is the Blog Talk. Metaphysical, we deal with the spiritual. So you claim to be a god? Damn right I'm a god. The maker, the owner, cream of the planet Earth, father of civilization, god of the universe. Wow. So get your notepad, it's more than an hour full Watch your jaw, the crew is watching talk Indigenous to the land, wherever we stand First world order, we bringing it home in the first quarter Invisible lines don't apply, we cross borders Silly rabbit, knowledge for God No matter where you resign, Mars, Temple of Mars So don't fret or proceed with hesitation Just tune in to Blog Talk to get the information Peace Whether you suffer from pain in your back to aches in your knees, come on down and purchase you some ancestral tea to get rid of all the parasites, toxins, and fleas. Spiritual elevation for cosmic gravitation. So put away the patience, because there's no time to be wasted. Here's a 
my head root, the fly disguise with me. Going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunk and gave my cheeks the streets back to the post. Back to the pain, back my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the earth. When I'm riding on this city streets, never really miss a beat To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dating box, smooth as I wanna be Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh, dating bad sister latches Because my history is more than they can understand it My melanated skin, star brush from the astro I'm made of dark energy, created from black holes No thyself, the only one you can lean on I got some scoopers that y'all can break y'all weed on Our here's Martin Luther King and slave ships but what about the underwater cities of spaceships? My mystical mind, we had the government covering. But if the old man temple fly away like a mothership, where African people wear the rear and they knock it, wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me. through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunk and gave my cheeks and treats back to the post. Back to the came back my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the earth. We going through the transition and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunk and gave my cheeks and treats back to the post. Back to the Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, it's all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back into queens Why those Boys, I think twice appearing back on the scene. Everybody gone mad, blaming me to your outlet. The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project. Pomo and gender war, sucking up to the master. Why the whole community going up in disaster? We going through the transition, and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunk and gave my cheeks and treats back to the post. Back to the came back, my angel time to bring heaven on earth. I was the last golden child that returned to the earth. We going through the transition, and that's all she wrote. Put on my hunk and gave my cheeks and treats back to the post. Back to the Brother Al, because um, we need you, you know. Um, so, 
Let's get into tonight's discussion. Um, we're talking about Jesse Williams and the killing of Alton Sterling. Is there a connection? Um, let's 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 go to um, Jesse Williams BET Awards. Um, did you see the BET Awards, brother L? So I sure did. Okay. Good chance to see it. Okay. Okay. Well. Um, brother got, you know, uh, Jesse Williams, who's an actor from the cast of Grey Anatomy, which is, which was basically formed by Shonda Rhimes, who who made um, Scandal and also uh, um, the Murder Joint, which I can't remember exactly right now, but um, she made these TV shows, or you know, and. Um, the brother gets up, Jesse Williams get up at the BET Awards. He's an honoree, and he's being honored as being a civil rights um, activist, you know, which when you look at his face, he's not really, um, it don't seem like he's really that, you know, um, impressed with the title, <laughs> you know, but this is basically what his speech says. He says, peace, peace, thank you, Deborah, thank you, BET, thank you, Nate Parker, um, Harry, and Debbie Allen for participating in that. Um, before we get into it, I just want to say I brought my parents out tonight. I just want to t- um, thank them for being here, for teaching me to focus on comprehension over career. Wonderful. And that they may make sure I learn what the school was afraid to teach me. And also, thanks my amazing wife for changing my life. Now, this award, okay. this is not for me. This is for the real um, organizers all around the country or all over the country. The activists, the civil rights attorneys, the struggling parents, the families, the teachers, the students that are realizing that a system built to divide and impoverish and destroy us cannot stand if we do. All right, now, that part right there offended, I'm sure, Albion's. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I'm pretty sure that offended him. You know, uh, that part alone, but as Dr. Nelly, um, Nelly Fuller Jr. stated, um, I think it was um, in his book, The United Independent Compensatory um, um, Code, um, and it says a textbook or workbook for victims of racism, white supremacy, and he wrote this in 1969, the year I was born, Brother L. Mm. So 45, over 45 years ago, and it's called The Code. And um, he basically says if you, don't, if you do not understand white supremacy or racism, what it is, and how it works, everything else that you understand will only confuse you. <laughs> hmm. All right? So right. Um, that particular statement, I'm sure, because it stated as if we're supposed to be happy with the present condition of this society, and we don't have to be. And no. we don't have to justify our disapproval of such to the Albion. Right. You know? 
regardless on if you talk about black on black violence, which they love to bring up, we know that exists. But who set the conditions for that to exist? There you go. When you dumbing down America, when you are uh, um, um, teaching, you know, baby Moors that they just came from Africa and you had them all enslaved and they didn't do anything for society or civilization. They didn't have a writing system and so forth and so on. And they still teaching this dumb stuff to our children. Mm-hmm. So he said it's kind of basic mathematics. The more we learn about who we are and how we get here, the more we will mobilize. Now, if he's talking about from just a 400-year situation, which probably less is less than 15% of us that came here, the vast majority of us, as you know, Brother L, was already here. We was the indigenous exactly. people of this landmass, mostly in the southern region, in California, all up right. along the coast, and across the Great Lake area. He goes on, he says, now, this is also in particular for the black woman in, um, in particular who has spent their lives dedicated to nurturing everyone before themselves. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, he just dropped it that, you know, that black women, they do nurture. Um, a, good, a good so-called black woman, she nurtures um, her man. Stands there right with her man, support her man, whatever she needs to do, you know, in order to make him a great man. Right. Not just for her, but also for her family, her children, you know, and beyond. You know, he goes on further and says, um, we can and will do better for you. And that's, that's what this is about, really. He dropped it right there. Now, what we have been doing is looking at the data, and we know the police somehow managed to de-escalate, disarm, and not kill white people every day. So what, what's going to happen is we are going to have equal rights and justice in our own country, or we will reconstruct, or we will reconstruct their function in ours. Now, that also bothered people, I'm sure, because many don't want to understand that this is our country, not just the fact that we are the indigenous people here, the oldest, most indigenous people on this land mass, and that the amalgamation between the so-called um, Omex ascendants, descendants, however we want to refer to them as, who mixed in with those who came from China in 459 A.D. to produce what we refer to as the so-called Red Man or the so-called Indians in which that we've been taught to state those are the only Indians. Well, we know that we Aboriginal, you know, and that we're not necessarily Indians in that sense. But the reason why 
the word Indian was given or stated by Christopher Columbus allegedly during those um, early trips of 1492 and um, 1493 um, and etc. was because the word Indos was the universal word within Latin, you know, um, for dark-complected people. All right? During that time, what we refer to now as India was actually called Hindustan. All right? So it wasn't necessarily India um, during that time period. All right? So we have to look at these particular things, too. All right? He goes on to say, now, I got more, y'all. Yesterday when we um, we've had been young, would have been young Tamar's rice, 14th birthday. So I don't want to hear any more about how far we've come when paid public service servants can pull a drive-by on a 12-year-old playing alone in a park in broad daylight, killing him on television, and then going home to make a sandwich. Tell Rakia Bao how it um how it's so much better than it is to live in twenty twelve than it was to live in sixteen twelve or seventeen twelve. Tell that to Eric Gardner, tell that to Sandra Blaine, tell that to Doreen Hunt. And now we can say tell that to Alton. Sterlings. All right, who just got killed? All right, and this was also on television on camcorder, and it is up all over Facebook right now. We even posted on our um page. How this brother, who was just simply selling CDs, Brother L, you know, and had permission from the store owner to sell DVDs in front of his store, as he'd been doing for quite some time, obviously. Him and the store owner had a good rapport. Someone called on him about selling DVDs or whatever the case was. The cops come. They hemmed him up, throw him to the ground. Shoot him six times, Brother L. Three or so in the front, turn them over and shoot them again. And then plant a gun on them. This is what happened. Have you seen the Brother L? Yeah, I've been I've been uh, having a rough time with my some health issues, so I haven't. Right. Uh, man, well, mm-hmm. what was done about what done about the uh, policy holes then? Yeah, well, this this happened um, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, um, brother L, out there towards your way. Okay. You know, and um, this is the nonsense in which that is taking place. But this reminds me that in 
the late 1600s, they had what was called the Casual Killing Act. And it stated that it was okay to kill a so-called black if you were correcting them. Oh, man. No, this was actually an act um, called the Casual Killing Act of 1669, Brother L, declaring that it was legal to kill a slave, as they were referred to us as, even though we weren't never slaves because we didn't come from Yugoslavia. And we was not Slavic, we did not speak Slavic, so there was no possible way that we could ever have been called a slave. Just showing and proving that the first Albions that came here were the ones who were the slaves from that particular region or area. And whereas that the only law enforced for the punishment of refactoring servants resisting their masters, mistresses, or overseers cannot be inflicted upon Nick. Um, um, cannot be inflicted. Um, it says I'm um, upon Negroes, nor the obstinacy of many of them by other than violence means suppress. But it enacted and declared by this grand assembly, if any slave resists his master or other by his master orders correcting him. And by extremity of correction, should chance to die, then his death shall not be considered a felony. But the master or that other person appointed by the master to punish him be acquitted for molestation, since it cannot be presumed that the malice existed, which alone means murder, a felony, or that anything should induce any man to destroy his own estate. In other words, property. This is what he says, Brother L. That's some wild shit there. Yeah. That's wild. Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got your parents on, on, excuse me. That's wild. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Now, you know, this is what he's talking about, and this is what is going on, this, this racial profiling, this police brutality. But yet, we're not even U.S. citizens. So this is the main thing that needs to be getting out. But yeah. see, because many believe that they're U.S. citizens, they allow for this to take place. They have never done anything about it and don't know what to do about it. But that's the reason why we keep telling people to declare their nationality, to make that separation from them in that regard. Because anything that they do, it will have to be under jurisdiction. You already are not a so-called U.S. citizen. A lot of them believe that they are, though. Yeah, many do. A lot of them do. Mm-hmm. Uh, really believe that they're U.S. citizens. If you tell them that, they think you're going out to lunch. No, I mean, uh, they said it was because they were born here. That that means they're U.S. citizens, you know. But they, they, it's not what they think what it means. They think they're employee, employees of the United States Corporation, and they're aboriginal indigenous to this land. So they can't be employees. They, they they can't be U.S. citizens. Right. So you know, what I mean, I mean, uh. <laughs> Uh, that needs to get out, though. 
And I, was, I always stress that a lot too, that they're not U.S. citizens. And then explain to them why. I always tell them to go uh, check out the uh, Black's Law Dictionary, the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh editions of the Black's Law, mm-hmm. Law Dictionary, or the right. BVA's Dictionary. You know. Right. It'll tell you. These are both dealing with congressional law and law. Right. He goes on, brother, and he says, now the thing is, though all of us in here get money, the loan isn't going to stop this. That alone isn't going to stop this. All right, now dedicating our lives, dedicating our lives to getting money is just to get it right back for someone's brands on our bodies when we spend centuries praying with brands on our bodies, and now we pray to get paid for brands on our bodies. All right? Now, that was for us to understand what is going on and understand that we use the money, giving it right back to them in order to get branded, which is tattooed, um, you know, with a lot of times silly tattoos, you know, um, that has no relevance just because you like the design or whatever the case is, is being utilized. Hmm. You know, he says there has been no war that we have not fought or died on the front line of. There has been no job we haven't done there is no tax that haven't levied against us. Now, are we supposed to be paying taxes, Brother L? Based on Article 1, Section 2 of the Constitution, you know, um, we're a three-fifth person, you know, and um, it says Indians and those three-fifth persons not supposed to be paying taxes. So you find out even um, – I remember I have a lawyer friend and he told me that he was listening to the proceedings of the um, House of Representatives in the Senate, which is, i.e., Congress, um, the United States Congress, not the Congress Assembly, which is two different things. Um, that wasn't convened um, any longer after uh, the so-called Civil War of Abraham Lincoln. So they had to come in with the defecto, um, even more defecto form of the, de- uh, of the so-called United States Congress. But nevertheless, he said he was watching it, and one of the senators stood up and said, well, the only ones um, who don't pay taxes are the Moors. And so mm-hmm. after he heard that, he really started listening and um, started coming to class because um, we was doing classes by that time for years and years and years, every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, the same time that we do these radio shows were the same time that we used to do classes um, for free, for like, shoot, over 20, shoot, nearly almost 25 years. But he was coming to the classes about 10 years ago or so, and um, he said he heard this on TV during one of the sessions of Congress. So hmm. the malls are not supposed to be paying taxes. Now, how do you do that? There's several ways. You have to first get nationalized, not naturalized, two different things. 
even though the word naturalized is embedded inside of the definition of nationality, naturalized is for someone who's foreign. You're not foreign. This is what they're trying to state, that you're foreign. No, you're foreign to their jurisdiction, not to this country, or as they would say, to a country, or to America. You're not foreign to America. You are the aboriginal people of America. But you are foreign to their jurisdiction. This is what is based on the Dred Scott case decision of 1856-1857, when Judge Taney, or Taney stated that um, there's nothing that a so-called Negro has that a, a black man has that a white man is bound to respect. Mm-hmm. And went even further and stated that they're not U.S. citizens, nor would they ever be in reference to us. Right. So since that is the case, that would be good that we're not U.S. citizens because the 14th Amendment was never fully ratified to begin with. Right. So we're looking at something in which that can be solved quite simply by declaring our nationality and simply um, backing away from these particular laws in which that they have fronted on us this whole time and perpetrated against us. They perpetrated a fraud against us utilizing these particular so-called laws, the voting right bill. I mean, look at that. We're the only people... In America, all right, in which that has to have a president to sign or autograph a so-called act, a voting act, for us to participate in every 25 years or so. So, I mean, this is what is going on, all right? So, let's look at it. He goes on and say. He said, there is no tax that haven't been levied against us, and we've paid all of them. And why should we pay taxes when you are on our land? The empress already right. said, Empress Fredyasi, um Turnica Gaston El Bay, or Washington Turnica Gaston El Bay, already stated years ago when she was living that they need to get up off our land and pay us rent. And she's right. Mm-hmm. But it looked like um, you, um, uh, we paying you taxes when you're on our land. But freedom is somehow always condition, conditional here. And see, that's it. He said, but freedom is somehow always conditional here. You're free, they keep telling us, but she would have to be alive if she hadn't acted so free. And he's talking about who? Sandra Blaine. Same thing with Alton Sterling. If he was so free, he wouldn't have got bullets in his chest, in his head, in his back. Laying on the ground, trembling to death, literally. And they showed this on TV, Brother L. Now, freedom is always coming in the hereafter. But you know what? Though the hereafter is a hustle, you want it now. Bob Marley told us that. Why wait wait for yours in heaven when you can have yours on earth? 
Exactly. Right about that. You know, Bob Marley said that best. And he said, so let's get a couple of things straight. Just a little side note. The burden of of this brutality is not the comfort, is the comfort the bystander. That's not my job. In other words, it's not our job, the so-called Moors, i.e. so-called black people, to have to be wholesome and gracious to the Albion as he damn murder us. Right. And brutalize us. That's not our job, all right? He said, stop before all that. If you have a critique for the resistance, for our resistance, then you better have an established record of critique of our oppression. If you have no interest, if you have no interest in equal rights for the so-called black people, then do not make suggestions to those who do. Sit down. There you go. All right? That's what he said. He said, we've been floating this country on credit for centuries. Now, this is what he says now. We've been floating this country on credit for centuries. Yo, and we're done watching and waiting while this invention called whiteness use and abuse us, bury black people out of sight and out of mind while extracting our culture, our dollars, our entertainment like all you, black gold, ghettoizing and demeaning our creations, then stealing them identifying them and um, our genius and then trying us on like costumes before discarding our bodies like rinds of strange fruit. The truth is, though, the truth is that just because we're magic doesn't mean we're not real. Damn, now, when he said that shit, that means he read the same article that I read in which that stated that Europeans, the Albions, have the tendency to think that so-called black people can't feel the exact same way that they feel. But it's the other way around. They're the ones who like melanin. Mm-hmm. So our feelings and expression is much more than theirs. Cause, and hell, anybody can tell that from the sports that we play, the songs that we sing. Who has more soul? Soul is the filler or the emotions. The less melanin, the less soul, the less feelings. This is why, like he said, they can go home and make a sandwich. I can't go oh. home and make no goddamn sandwich if I harm or kill someone. Right, if I done nothing, some shit like, oh, excuse me, if I done some crazy mess like that. No, right. I couldn't have done, no. Right, even that um, um, white boy. Um, um, who killed up um the nine people in the church in South Carolina? Roof. The roof is on fire. We don't need no water. Let them burn, burn, burn. Huh. His name is Roof. Dialing Roof or something like that. They damn took his ass to excuse me. They took his behind to to to. To Burger King and got him a Whopper, a oh. burger, brother L, on the way down to the jail. He ate that burger too, didn't he? I'm sure he did.
Then he goes on to say thank you. That that is that is what happened, you know, and so we find out that there's a because of his speech, um, Jesse Williams' speech that he did on BET that there's a petition out, you know, that's that's trying to fire him from Gray's Anatomy for denouncing racism and stand zero chance. You know what I'm saying? Of, of them, of course, you know. And, and I think probably, put it this way, let me just say, I think because of that speech from last week is what we're seeing now, a week later, with the death of Alton Sterling. That was the repercussions for that speech. See, the KKK-ness is organized. They have the you know, they have the um, fraternal order of police. That's a Masonic order. Right. So they watch each other's backs. That's why Ray Hagan took up for uh, the cop that killed Michael Brown. Mm. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come on, Brother L. You got yeah, to hear the topic. Come on. Brother Abdullah. Uh, Bay from New Jersey. He told me that. He said Brother Ray Higgins took up for the cop, uh, what was his name? Uh, yeah. Wilson. Yeah. Uh, no, Darren Wilson. Wilson. For right. Murdering, for murdering his brother. Michael right. Wilson. I mean, Michael uh, Darren, Brown. Darren, right. Darren Wilson. Or Darren Wilson, no. whatever his name is. Right. Well, see, he's mm-hmm. a uh, uh, Darren Wilson to be his name. Uh, Ray damning him to hell. Damn, Darren Wilson. Right. He's a member also of the police order, the auto police, but he's right. a Masonic order. Mm-hmm. Ray Hagan's a member. Right. That I do know. Right. Yeah, yeah. So that tells yeah, me a did. lot about Ray Hagan. Um, I mean, this this video was actually him justifying, in a sense, and he basically said that, you know, that police are trained in order to put you down. Well, what about when they already have you down, like they did? Alton Sterling's. They already had him on the ground, Brother L. Already had him in cuffs. And still end up with six bullets in you. Anyway, the petition, which was started July the 1st, five days ago, had about 11,600 signatures by Tuesday morning, accusing him of making a racist hate speech against law enforcement and white people. Hmm. And they called for um, Shonda Rhimes, who was the show's creator, to cut them loose. All right? That, that's what happened. But like I said, she she's the one who also did Scandal, um, how to get away with murder, you know, you know, she she's the one who did these she's the mm, sister okay. who 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 doing these type of um shows here, you know. And I won't get into that type of um information on that, but you know, but she dismissed, you know, actor Isaiah Washington when he made those comments in two thousand and seven about um you know, about homosexuality, about homos. 
homosexuality. But it doesn't seem as if she's going to do anything with this, as at least not as of yet. And it's not like it's really up to her. She's on ABC. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, um, as a matter of fact, she said, um, people, boo, don't need a petition. That's what she wrote. Um, she tweeted that. All right. Now, you know, a lot of people had a problem with Jesse Williams because his mother is a um, European, Albion, you know. So, you know, they look at him, you know, and, and whatever the case is, you know, and um, see someone who's light-skinned, light eyes, you know, act as if he's not supposed to say something, even though he still have to deal with racism, obviously, because right. he have studied it, you know what I'm saying? And matter of fact, he even goes on and even tweet himself. He said, do not promote empty people and their tantrums. Pure clickbait to gain followers, attention, and money for themselves, not you. Never you. Hmm. And that's what he wrote. He tweeted. So and he called for an Right, and he called for an to racial inequality and the police killing of black people. But we got to keep reminding people that the word black person is a generic term based on Black's Law Dictionary, fourth edition, Brother L. Mm-hmm. Is a term in which that gets no recognition in a court of law. Court nope. is generic. So we keep letting them define us, and that's done purposely to keep us at that particular level. Now, people say, well, you know, we, we're, we are citizens. Oh, we are? <laughs> well, you know, that's debatable. <laughs> but uh, what's your thoughts on that, Brother Al? Because, you know, I'm, I'm sure you don't um, heard him say that. I think you even yeah. said that a little bit earlier that they said that um, that – we we're citizens, eh? We 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 fought for this country. We died for this country. You know, I'm a citizen. I voted. <laughs> God damn it, I voted. <laughs> yeah, we got permission. Right, 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 right. You know, um, right. I- explain to him, brother L. Well, like you said earlier, uh, Doctor Lane, that uh, is uh, uh, another twenty-five years. Uh, uh, takes for president to sign that in effect. You can vote, you know, uh, what they call voting rights. But really, you have no voting rights. You have voting privileges, but you don't have no voting rights. You know, rights and privileges are two different things. Right. When privilege can, can give them to you or be taken to you at any given time. A right is God given to you, you know. Mm. An unalienable right, you know. Right. So this is what they don't need to understand. But, uh, yeah, so the Constitution just simply guarantees your unalienable rights. 
Yes. Okay. Right, right. So you already had the right to do what the hell you wanted to do to begin with on your own land. You just allowed for someone to coerce you into becoming chattel property. Is that right, Brother Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Okay. They won't, uh, you know, they won't correct their names. They mm-hmm. want to be Smith, Jones, and Johnson. Mm. African American and people of color. What the hell? But that's my name that my father had and his father before him. (laughs) (laughs) That's what what they say, too. I know. But what you got to say to that, Brother L? But now you ask the average uh, so called black woman or man that, or child that, they will tell you, you know. Uh, why is your name English, Miss Jones and Johnson? And they'll tell you, well, my one of my grand or great grandfathers was a slave, you know, and uh, they get that slave from their slave master. When they uh, what they'll say, they're white slave masters. They they know, you know, that they have okay, they're carrying and transacting business and buying and selling and other uh, other families' names, but they keep on doing it. And what about those who have those titles or names, Brother L, but yet um, do not come from a slave heritage? They still do. They, 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 I don't, they still do. They, they're, they're sellouts. Mm. They know. You know, you have uh, people from other countries asking the question, why don't they, or they say, well, this, uh, why don't they change their names back to uh, sort of like an African name or something. Why do they still carrying those names? Hmm. You have people from all over the world asking that question. All right. I think you said you had an Oriental ask you that, right? Yeah. She asked me that. Hmm. Why don't they change that? Why don't they go back? You know, why are they still carrying their names? Hmm. Because they believe that's actually, that's actually their names. Hmm. They believe they're U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm. I was in the hospital last week. I found out that I had neuropathy. And uh, this nurse was pushing me around. She was Vietnamese. I asked over there, what's, you know, what's, what's your nationality? She said, Vietnamese. I thought, oh, you want to say Vietnamese American? She said, no, Vietnamese. I said, oh, she knows who she is. I mean, uh, uh, it's, it's, I mean, they don't. They, they, they think that they're, they're Americans. Yeah, they're Americans, all right. They're Americans right. more than what they think they are. Right. More than what they think they are. But what they don't know is that they don't know that they're Aboriginal Indigenous Americans. Right. Exactly. That's what they don't know. You know, you say Indian, they be looking at somebody looking like Cochise or Sitting Bull, you know, right. on picture on pictures. Mm-hmm. They don't see themselves as Aboriginal Indigenous people, right, of the Americas. And this is our problem. This is our problem. The reason why we're getting treated the way we're being treated. And twenty in this day, twenty sixteen. Right. So, so are you saying, brother, that we're not U.S. citizens, but we are the no. most indigenous, Aboriginal Americans? 
of this yeah. land? Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Look at look in the uh, Chambers uh, Etymology Dictionary, Aboriginal Ab meaning the very first. Right. Original, the very first original. Right. I mean, hey. <laughs> mm. Well, uh, let, let's listen to this right quick, Brother Al. Okay. A lot of elites, uh, because I've been just drilled by TV hosts over the past week. I don't know, how dare you say that, uh, you know, it's not the law of the land, because that's their phrase. It's the law of the land. Michael Dred Scott decision of 
And in the most famous sentence in that decision, he says, a black man has no rights which a white man is bound to respect. I ask you, is there any other group of citizens that have to have their voting rights removed in reality? This, if nothing else, is clear evidence that so-called blacks do not enjoy full citizenship. No right. Right. Now, that's just as simple as it gets. Yep. All right. Now, we've been saying the same thing now. Like, like I said, I've been saying it for over 15 years. But that is it. You know what I'm saying? That's, I mean, that's just as simple as it is. You know, what's your thoughts on it, Brother Al? Well, like you said, you've been saying this for 15 years. Uh, been trying to talk a lot of to these uh, so-called black people and telling them who they really are, you know, and who they are not. You know, they're not U.S. citizens. You know, they're not employees of the United States Corporation, and that's what you're telling them. But there's a, like I said, uh, one uh, uh, on a blog, blog talk show I gave, uh, I would tell them that, you know, when you fill out an application you know, or resume, anything like that, and you telling them, or they ask you, are you a U.S. citizen? That's not what they're asking you. They're asking you, are you an employee of the United States Corporation? Because mm. most people think that, you know, when they when they ask you that, they think that, are you born here legally, you know, to work here legally? You know, that's not what they're asking you, but that's what they think. That's what they're asking them. So, so they check the box, yes. You know, but they, you know, um, you know, unknowingly, you know, they, they, you know, keep on admitting the jurisdiction, you know, keep on going to court. Uh, you get some sisters and brothers uh, want to claim, I mean, think they have nationality, and the minute they hit these courtrooms and talk about their name is Richard Jones Bay and Alan Williams L. Bay and, and Daniel Green L, you know, and uh, you know, but don't have no. Uh, well, one thing that those are not true. Uh, uh, those not real national names, and the second, they don't have no paperwork to back it up. So a lot of them wind up in jail. Mm. This is what's going on next. Right. This is what's going on. So you know that uh, uh, you know, then you try to tell them, you know. A lot of them tell you they don't need no paperwork, you know, and this ignorant mess. Well, they done paperwork on you, fool, when you were born. They done pre- paperwork on you. Right. The birth certificates, you know, uh, goes to the, you know, U.S. Census Bureau, Department of Commerce, and uh, the Recorder of Records and Deeds and Vital Statistics, and the Federal Reserve System. Now, you know, from the day you were born, you hey, you already uh, obligated to the na- so-called national debt. But they know what we get. Brothers around here talking about they don't. Uh, Europeans don't care nothing about uh, what they say. White folks don't care nothing about papers. Yes, they do. That's why you have to do papers to get a lot of this undone. Right. 
That's that's why you need to. That's why you have to have affidavits, writs, you know, and other documents, other documentations that to tell the world that that's, this is not who you are and this is who you are. It has to be put on the public record. And this is a you know this has been a big problem with a lot of other so-called black revolutionary groups you know still calling themselves black, you know, African-American. Some call themselves Nubians uh, or, or whatnot, Zulus or whatnot, you know. I don't have no problem with calling a Zulu or Nubian. I just call them a Nubian more or a Zulu more. You know, it's still more. Right. Especially among the Hebrew Israelites. I'm not a mm. more, I'm a Hebrew Israelite. Yeah, but right. you're still a more, brother. Exactly. What country named Hebrew Israelite? Right. I know no country. And let us state this too, Brother L, that for those who don't understand what Brother L is talking about, the word America or Amaru Ka, Amor, Amaru, Maru, is the word in which that the word America stems from, and the word Maru or Miru is the word more. So this is what is really going on. This is how we've been tricked from out of our birthright. Yeah. Right? And how we've been um, as, and I mean, really, if you want to know the truth of it, you know, um, Martin Luther King said it best. You know, he said, you know, uh, would the Negroes um, um, languish in exile on their own land. Mm-hmm. You know, he says this. He says, and this was in his Martin Luther King's I Have a Dream speech, text and audio. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, like, 100 years later, the Negro still is not free, languishing in the corners of American society and finds himself in exile in his own land. This is what Martin Luther King said. Mm. And even be and if you go to the letter from Birmingham, um, um, jail. I think that was April, um, written April the sixteenth, nineteen sixty-three. He says before the Pilgrims landed at Plymouth, we were here. That's right. All right, and, and so if you go back to and see, this is this is the Martin Luther King that you know that um, you know that was that was getting out of hand for them because he was yeah. he was a mason and he was giving out all these clues. And, and he goes further and says, "What the Negro wants, and will not stop until he gets." is absolute and unqualified freedom and equality here in this land of his birth and not in Africa or in some imaginary state, the Negro no longer will be tolerant of anything less than his due right and heritage. He is pursuing only that which he knows is honorable, his. 
Mm-hmm. Now that's Martin Luther King. 1965, Playboy. I guess that's when he decided he had to go, huh? <laughs> well, and then him talking about the Vietnam War. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and basically saying the same thing that Muhammad Ali said, that the Viet, um, Viet Cong ain't never called me niggas. Right. Why be fighting in a white man's war? But Martin went further. You go to um, his book, Where Do We Go From Here? Community, um, Chaos or Community? He said we're approaching, it. we're approaching an area where the voice of the Constitution is not clear. We have left the realm of constitutional rights, and we are entering the area of human rights. Damn, that's blatant. Mm-hmm. The Constitution is. isn't clear because they still identify as three-fifths human. In Article 1, exactly. Section 2, even though they claimed that the 14th Amendment superseded the Dred Scott case, but yet they never appealed or repealed the Dred Scott case. No, they didn't. They never changed it on the lower book. They never overturned that decision. Right. They never overturned it. But allegedly the 14th Amendment superseded it. How? When the shit was never, excuse me, when it was never, when the 14th Amendment was never fully ratified. No, it was not. And Malcolm goes further in explaining this. El Haj Malik El Shabazz, or Omar Wali, the son that has come home. He says, human rights come before civil rights. We can never get civil rights until we have human rights. Human rights represents the rights to being human beings. Whenever you are respected and recognized as a human being, your civil rights are automatic. No, we have to get recognition of human rights first. The Constitution classified our people as three-fifths of a man, which meant subhuman, not a complete human being. And once our human characteristics were completely destroyed, this gave them justification to treat us like we were animals. And this is what is going on. This is why I began slaughtered in the streets. He goes on. Then he also justifies them killing us. If the black man, human rights were respected, he never would have been a slave here in America, or, as we say, the United States Corporation. And if his human rights had been restored by the Emancipation Proclamation, automatically we would have been citizens after the Civil War. So here he is talking about this in 1963, that we still was not recognized as citizens. So, but I thought the uh, uh, 1868, the 14th Amendment made us, um, 13th Amendment freed us, and allegedly the 14th Amendment made us citizens. <laughs> that was 1868 when they claimed that the 14th Amendment made us citizens. So why is Malcolm, el Haj Malik Al-Shabazz, Omar Wali saying that it did not? He said we would have been citizens after the Civil War. So we must be recognized as human beings. Our human rights must be respected before we can ever be recognized as citizens and our civil rights be respected. So we're not going to be respected until we are first recognized as human beings. Exactly. They got to get this through their heads. 
Right. Yeah, but see, people need to do it. some research on the laws of nations. Yeah. Which is which is a private international law between sovereign individuals, families, tribes, courts, grand juries, townships, counties, states, and nations. They need to do some research on this, on the laws of nations. Because the laws of nations, the laws of sovereigns, derived from the principles of natural law. And this is what is meant by family. Um, we need to come back and link ourselves to the, um, to the family of nations, to right. the laws of nations. Anything you want to drop on that, Brother Al? Yes. Uh, that's one thing they have to learn, learn how to understand. You know, it's not, it's not about civil rights. It's about human rights. And they understand that the only way they can have that is nationality and birthright. Right. They have to have it reclaim or have a reclamation, you know. It can kind of come out of these European families' names. Not slave names, it's got slaves that uh, identify as Europeans. Right. Out of these other European family names, which are branded. Now, the, the common word they use now is black, African American, and people of color. These are the common words they use today. I mean, very rarely you hear the word Negro or colored people. Right. You know, but, but that's, that's, I, if you notice a lot of times when I uh, give a, a lecture on the blog talk show, I always use the word African American, black, and people of color. Right. You we know, neither one has no connection. Right. You know, but we just be saying this, uh, people, because this is what you've been used to hearing. Right. So we're trying to get y'all to understand, understand, understand. You know, um, these words, you know, are artificial labels used to de- define us and distract us from our land connections and the reason why we use the word more is simply because it is embedded inside the definition of land right you want to say legally or lawfully but you still must have a tribal nation connected to the status more right you just can't be a more you must be connected to a nationality, hence yeah. a tribal nation, such as Washita, Lenape, Choctaw, and of course, the most indigenous name would be best suited. All right. So, like for example, the court case, the United States versus the heirs of Henry Turner, um, case thirty-two, also the United States Appeal Court in eighteen fifty was an appeal to an earlier case won by the heirs of Turner called the heirs of Turner versus the United States case 191 in 1848. All right? And in other words, on June 6, 1848, a Supreme Court decision read by um, Theo H. McCallip, who was the judge, or as we say, the bankruptcy administrator, declared that the United States did not own the land of the ancient one. The mound mm-hmm. builders of North America, which is actually more than um, 30 million acres of land, ranging from out of 
um, spreading from out of Louisiana into Alabama, into Florida, on up into almost the whole of Canada. Called the Louisiana Purchase. The Louisiana Purchase was never purchased. If you really do an in-depth study, all right, you do a real in-depth study, you will find that it was never purchased. All right, Thomas Jefferson gave his sentiments at the time, his sentiments at the time, you know, and stated that it wasn't. Yeah, Thomas Jefferson, the one that uh, talked George Washington to not pay the tribute treaties that they were paying the Moors at the time. And that's what brought on the 1801 to 1805 and 1812 to 1815 Barbary Wars. Right. They were against the Moors. But, uh, but, uh, but this is not taught in our, our schools. Right. Textbooks. That they use Europeans to pay a tribute, a tribute. Right, right. And this is found in two books, particularly called, um, actually, the Barbary, um, uh, the Barbary uh, Wars, and I believe that was by David Matricci. And then um, the one before that is two volumes called the Ancient Britons, um, the Ancient and Modern Britons. By David Marici. He speaks about how these European countries, uh, England, France, Spain, Portugal, you know, Germany, uh, et cetera, et cetera, had to pay us tribute in order to even sell the so called seven seas, or in particular the Atlantic, even though there's more than seven seas, y'all. There's about 32 or so. But yeah. um, they had to um, pay us in order to even get on the waterways. And this is what they get now of us paying land um, travel, what is called tolls. Okay, this is where they get this from. All right, and um, when you read the Dress Scott case, you um, go to the Blackstone Dictionary, says the case in which the United States Supreme Court held that the descendants of Africans who was imported into this country. Now, understand, this was the trick that they did because all of us were not imported here. But they bought over less than 15% and then said all of us came from Africa. And then began to start teaching us that because, remember, we started going to the school system. And then it says, and sold as slaves were not included, nor intended to be included under the word citizens in the Constitution, whether right. emancipated or not, hmm. and remained without rights or privileges except such as those which the government might grant them. That's what that meant. Mm -hmm. That so-called blacks were not considered citizens. They are still considered slaves or chattel property by the United States Corporation, i.e. the so-called government. 
What do you think about uh, the so-called black police and policemen and women and FBI and mayors and governors, senators? You know, it makes you think about that, you know. Uh, but Obama, he uh, have a national name. Right. He, he's a more, you know. Yeah. So, you know. Like, right. He changed his name him. from Barry from um, Soweto or Soato, whatever it was in Indonesia, to um, back to um, Obama, uh, 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 Barack Hussein Obama. Mm-hmm. He didn't keep as president coming up in there with Barry. <laughs> no, he, he didn't, didn't come up in there with Barry now. So he has a free national name. So. Right, right. He had to show y'all, you know, that this is how it's done. You don't keep that slave name. And then, you know, like we spoke about before, how he got on the Tom Jordan Morning Show and broke down how he's not black. Black has no ethnicity and have no um, landmass ties. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is some powerful stuff. You know? But people not looking at these things, because the only thing they keep looking at is, well, here he's speaking on black people's behalf. Well, black people have to get themselves from up out of this condition and sh- and and show that they have a desire to get up out of this condition first before anybody right. can speak on your behalf. Oh, else is just fruitless. Just a waste of time. Yeah. You know, I mean, then uh, they'll send somebody, you know, out, a so-called black person, to assassinate you, you know. Right. This is the kind of craziness that's going on, you know. How do you fill out uh, so-called black people? And sell each other to the, to, to the last dollar, you know. Right. And they're not, I mean, nowhere near conscious or cognizant. By some people's words, some people use... So they have no real, I mean, no real feelings about it which way or the other. Mm. They don't feel it, it affects them. Right. You got some uh, so-called black people talking about I'm Creole. You know, okay. Okay, what what country is that? Right. No. <laughs> think they're different from the other Asiatic people, you know, but they're not. Right. Well, I know even Prophet Nobudrali stated that the Moors weren't, you know, weren't coming to their own until, you know, year 2000. And that was around the time when the Moors Renaissance began and this awakening definitely began to occur at a more massive level. And what we are seeing is this take place at a all-time high level of this word getting out and people coming to the same conclusions that we have come to, um, Brother L, 
you know, that there's something wrong, uh, uh, you know, um, before it's taking place here in the so-called United States Corporation. And are we citizens? And if we're not, then what laws do we utilize in order to bring about justice? Well, we know that, you know, President Barack Obama signed on to the Declaration of the Rights of Indigenous People. And based on that, indigenous people have the right to a nationality. All right? It was Article um, 5 in the draft, Article 6, in which that states that. After the um, official signing of it in 2007, September the 13th, 2007, to be right in exact, which happened to have been the date, September 13th was the day in which that they said Tupac, who was called Tupac Amaru Shakur, died in 1996. Mm. 11 years just prior to that. Now, Obama signs on to it December the 6th, 2010. Making the United States Corporation have to re-examine what is taking place. Then you have people like Mick um, um, Romney and other ones, as we just listened in the video, in which that stated specifically that we're not U.S. citizens. Based on the Dress Scott case now. Mm-hmm. I remember going before the um North Carolina um Bar Association. And it was trying to and I gave some paperwork stating that you have one of our nationals. And so they brought me before the bar saying that I was practicing law without a license. Now, anybody knows you don't need a license to practice law. Mm-hmm. So I go, and they read my documentation, and they voted on it, how true the documentation was that I wrote. Do you know, Brother L, that more than half of the people in there raised their hands in favor of the of my documentation that it was true? And the information that I spoke about specifically concerning us not being citizens, Mm. that that was real. But when you have an Alabama senator by the name of Scott Beeson, and he states specifically that so-called black Americans are not Indians but aborigines, and then you have to get on later on and apologize on national TV for saying it. And then you look at the definition of American. It says the aboriginals are color copper races found here by the Europeans. And this is in Noah Webster's Dictionary, 1849, 1854, 1828, 1859 editions, and etc. 
and this brother um L Deuce um he said it's back in 2011, June 19, 2011. He's being investigated for um for gambling industry in the state of Alabama. But the senator um Scott Beeson, he states and the FBI taped this. All right? Of a conversation between him and um Green Track. Um um it was home to Green Green Track, but this was by um, a conversation between him and Benjamin Lewis. And Benjamin Lewis says that's y'all Indians. Hmm. And then still trying to wake them up. Right. And then Beeson replied, they're Aborigines, but they're not Indians. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's go back to that conversation that these that these Albions just had concerning you. Why would Representative Benjamin Lewis, Republican now, states state that that's y'all Indians? I thought we weren't Indians. Mm-hmm. And Beeson goes on and says they're Aboriginal, but they're not Indians. So he knows. Right. And he gets on TV and he says, I don't know why I made those statements. You know, I'm sorry if it hurt anyone. Um, I take them back and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. He was told to. Right. Because he broke the oath. He let the cat out the bag. And obviously the FBI agent who was taping this or agents who was taping this didn't know that that was a Masonic oath amongst them. And they let the cat out the bag. So now they want to make they they wanted to make it seem like he didn't know what he's talking about. Like the word Aborigine was actually a term applied to just Australian Indigenous group. Oh, are you saying but, that they come from Australia? <laughs> That's what most people think, though. Right, I know. So Beeson replies that he didn't recall um, um, uh, what he meant by the remark. And then they say uh, uh, that the African Americans are hardly Aboriginal to the region. They are hardly Aboriginal to the region. Mm. Because they don't know our history, or they do, but they wanted to make sure that it would be confused and muddled based on him telling the truth. But even Malcolm said it. Malcolm in the Black Man's History, Malcolm X um, um, stated, um, um, I think it was December 1962, he said those people who were here before Adam, and he always referred to these people as Aborigines, which meant what? Black folks. We never found a white Aborigine. Aborigines no. are called natives, and they're always dark-skinned people. You and I right. are Aborigines. But you don't like being called an Aborigine. You want to be called an American. Aborigine actually means from the beginning. It's two Latin words. Ab means from. Aborigine replies from the beginning or um, the uh-huh. beginning. 
And aborigines is only the term applied to those dark-skinned people who have been on this earth since the beginning of the universe. You know that going way back. What you um what do you mean since the beginning of the universe? All right? So even Malcolm told us that we was aborigines. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so um, we're going to stop right there. We're going to go to the phone lines. For those who have any comments or questions, give us a call at 626-414-3535. That's 626-414-3535. Once again, that's 626-414-3535. And we're going to go to my man, Elohe, the black magician, Magi, to Trap or Freedom. Yeah, ATD, above the dome, trap of freedom, the family, tradition, heritage, the missing links, spiritual miracles, the awakenings, the walking sphinx, it's time to eat, food for thought, the metamagician, holy rainwater flows off my altar, channel through the seasons, elevate the reasons, Purpose of life to the living, death to the conscious. At the end of days, clash of the titans, zombies running rampant, Christ in the pamper. Looking for a lamp, revving at the church, plugging in the amp, rock of the ages, son of the undead, vampire, a moral rage. I bleed red ink on the page, words and truth, no signature. Tis the blur from invisible literature, sitting at the dock of the base with Otis, having rituals turn the lights off. I'm in search for a fix, walking backwards, looking forwards, patiently waiting, don't ignore it, holding two swords like peace signs aimed at your board.
Mad Science is on the track. Peace. All right, be back. The First World Radio, your host, Dr. Aline Bay, co-host, Brother Fahim L. We're in the building, and we've been talking about Jesse Williams' speech and his connection to the latest killing, Alton Sterling. All right. Um, oh, yeah, we went to the right, – if those of you don't have any questions right now, remember to call in number 626-414-3535. But we do have some comments in which that's been posted in the, um, the chat room, and it's coming from I Am the Universe, and basically um, saying that English is a very tricky tongue, and it is. That's why we have to study etymology, and, he st- um, and it states – uh, there is not much difference between the two terms, native and naive. Huh. All right? And they believe that the Native Americans were naive because they were just, um, because they did not have the belief of selfishness and the belief that, you know, this was mine and this is yours type of thing. All right? All right. So native naive, huh? Right, right. Exactly. First time I heard that. Okay. Mhm. Right. We got to go to the phone lines. We have area code six seven eight. Area code six seven eight. You're on the line. Peace. Peace. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes. Hi, peace, brothers. How y'all doing? Peace. Very well, sister. How you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thank you. This is just like you was just saying as naive, just like the word nice, you know. Um, right. That we think nice means kind, and, and it's actually not that. But right. I have a question. I have a question. Fourth of July just passed. And that was declaring the um, Declaration of Independence, right? Right. And I'm wondering, the original of the Declaration of Independence, and that means that's a contract. So what do that mean in in that? It just popped in my head in that way. So I have not clarified it in a way, and I want to see if, um, if you get what I'm saying with that. It, would it be void, or would it be fraudulent? Fraudulent? Um, well, actually, yeah, the Fourth of July, um, in which that deals with their independence, allegedly, from mm-hmm. what they told us, was from Great Britain, um, mm-hmm. and the King, King, um, King George the Third, um, who married right. actually um, Queen Sophia Charlotte in which that Charlotte, North Carolina is named after, who was melanated. And based on pictures that we've seen of him, he actually was melanated. So they was called the British or the Brutish Moors. Right, right, okay. Mm-hmm. Now, what happened is, is that um, that's where the term um, brute stems from, you know, as in a, you know, someone who's... Uh, Pushy or you know who who's 
a thug, you know, in a sense, or whatever term you want, you know, whatever synonym that you want to use for it. But somebody who thinks the way that they want to and force you to abide by them, essentially. Now, the first declaration was called a declaration. And that's the one that we actually built for them or made for them based off of meetings that they had with the indigenous people, in particular those from the Iroquois Confederation. All right? You had many um, who went to the Iroquois Confederation and sat amongst them to learn government. Mm-hmm. This is who taught the Albion's government. Right. Where the Iroquois. And this is where they get, you know, their design for constitution from. Okay. Okay. All right. So can you, can you excuse me, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. can you spell Iroquois for me, please? Iroquois. I R um okay. what it Iroquois, Iroquois. Uh, I think uh, I R O Q U O I S, if I'm not mistaken. I R O Q U O I S. It was okay. And you want to look under the Treaty of Peace, um, which is called the Tree um, 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 Treaty. Is that the Treaty? That's not the Treaty of Peace and Friendship, is it? No, the Treaty of Peace and Friendship came after. Oh. That came in 1786. Okay. Um, the Declaration okay. of um, a Declaration came, of course, 1776, before it became the Declaration of Independence, which they renamed uh-huh. and then um, absurded our power because there was actually two forms of government at one time. You had the American government, which that's what we had, and then you had the United States Corporation <coughs> um, said um, government. All right, so this is why you have two seals. Dollars. This is why you have two seals on the back of the dollar bill. Our right. seal okay. is the seal in which that is the pyramid in the eye. This seal in which that we gave them at the time to utilize as the corporation, which they always use. They really use the um, pyramid in the eye um, is, of course, is the so-called phoenix, which is the eagle with the um, 13 arrows talents, um, in his talents, um, and so forth and so on, and 13 um, feathers on his tail and so forth and so on. So the number 13 become very relevant because they became the 13th tribe, um, you know, um, called the eagle tribe, as part of the Iroquois Confederation, in order to learn that process of government. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's okay. where they also learned, um, as also part of not just the Iroquois, but also the Algonquin. Um, they went amongst the Algonquin, too, and learned the three forms of government, the legislative, the executor, and the judicial branch of government. Okay. Okay. You know, so... We gave them the keys of government, which is um, generator, operator, destroyer, or as they say, God, which is what is on their dollar bill, 
um, Government Ordinance Department. Okay, okay. so um, that's how that really came about was based from our influence. If you, um, there was actually, it was in Florida, in uh, Philadelphia, excuse me, which was the, um, some say it was the first capital, some say it was the second capital after New York being the Empire State, which was allegedly the first capital, but um, the first capital with a Supreme Court was Philadelphia. Okay. And what they said was that in Philly, this took place at Liberty Hall, and that a mysterious man appeared in the hall that day who told them to sign that document. But you'll get the speech. That speech really was, um, which was the Declaration of Independence, that speech really was, um, the speaker was actually John Hansen. Oh, I was, okay. Is that where they get the talk or... Would, they were saying that it was only really two that put the uh, what John Hancock is. Um, is that what the real John Hancock? Well, John was Hancock was a Moor also, and he put his and um, allegedly he signed, um, you know, the Constitution first. Yeah, it was two Moors. But, but there was no need for us to sign their Constitution really because we was not part of their. Government right. um, at the at the um, time, exactly. but John Hanson and John Hancock are two different people allegedly. Yeah, because I, I, if you look on the I back of the dollar bill, you would see two so-called Moors or I.E. said blacks on the back of the um, on the back of the two dollar bill. Right. And those right. two, okay. and one was John Hanson. Who was sitting to the left? The one sitting to the right was um, Chief Justice Benjamin Banneker, who was known as mm-hmm. Ben Bay Emmanuel Muali. All right. So, this okay. is why we know so, that, and this is what this is what they said. Now, the words that were spoken by John Hanson on July the fourth, seventeen seventy-six. This is what he said. He says they may stretch our necks on all the gibbets in the land. They may turn every rock into a scaffold, every tree into a gallow, every home into a grave, and yet the words on that parchment can never die. They may pour our blood on a thousand scaffolds, and yet from every drop that dies, the axe of a new champion of freedom will spring into birth. The British king may blot out the stars of now this is the now this is the word. Now why? Is he using Native American terminology? Because he, was, he yeah. was, this, this is the word he's getting ready to use. He said, Kakach Manito, which means great spirit, from the sky. But he cannot blot out his words written on that parchment there. The work of Kakach Manito may punish his words never. The word of this declaration will live in the world long after the, our bones are, are dust. To the mechanics in his workshop, they will speak hope to the slave in the mind's freedom. But to the coward king, these words will speak in tones of warning. They cannot choose, but he, 
sign that parchment. Sign if the next moment the gibbet, the gibbet rope is about your neck. Sign if the next minute this hall rings with the clash, with the clash of falling axes. Sign by all the hope in life or death as men, as husbands, as fathers, as brothers. Sign your name to that parchment or be accursed forever. Sign, mm. and not only for yourself, but for all ages, for that parchment will be the textbook of freedom, the Bible of the rights of men forever. Nay, do not start and whisper with surprise. It is true. Your own heart witnessed it. Catch Manito proclaimed it. Look at this strange band of exiles and outcasts suddenly transformed into a people, a handful of men, weak in arms, but mighty in Manito's like faith. Nay, look at your recent achievements, your Bunker Hill, your Lexington, and then tell me if you can that Kakech Manito has not given America to be free. Now, this is allegedly the words of John Hansen on July the 4th, 1776. And John Hansen is said to be the first president of the United States, or what is called the United States Assembly, or the United States Congress Assembly. So that that's the reason why we don't have the original Declaration of Independence? Yes, yeah, because, right, because um, they hid the original Declaration, which is called a Declaration. So now we only have the Declaration of Independence. Okay. That's mean it's, it's two doc, uh, two different right, documents. Right, it's two documents. So the last document, the, this the last one that document we wrote for that them claimed. Was, right. right, the one that we wrote for them was um, a declaration, not the, the Declaration legit. of Independence. And that's the legit one. So this right, one that's that, the legit one. That so see, they, see when they went defecto, totally went defecto officially, they hid a lot of information and did a reconstruction. Right. Mm-hmm. Just like recently, um, people are just finding out the original 20 um, sections to the 13th Amendment. Mm-hmm. They did away with 18 parts of it, and it's only two that shows up in the Constitution that most of us have read. But right. it was originally 20 sections to the 13th Amendment. Mm. You know, like so there's a lot amendment. of trickery in which that is going on when it comes to the politics. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like the 14th um, Commandment, when they, when they changed and they put was free man and just put, I mean, free person and just put right. person. Mm-hmm. Uh, they changed mm-hmm. your history with a swift of a pen. And we still right. don't get it, do we? That's right. Ah, peace, brothers. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brother L. You have a good night. Thank you, Dr. L. You have a good night. And this is Sister Wawu. Appreciate you. Thank you. And I will see y'all next Wednesday. Peace. All right. No All right. doubt. Appreciate, appreciate you. Thank you. All right, Brother L. Um, any closing statements? Oh, hold on. We got one more call in. We got area code 410. Area code 410, you're on the line. Peace, brothers. Peace, peace. Peace, brother. What's, what's, what's going on, man? Um, 
you know, I had to, I had to come in the last second. Not how your brother's feeling on this uh, hot night. You're doing well, brother. You're doing yeah, good. Um, Glad you got a chance right. to call in. Oh, for sure. I, I had to chime in. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, so um, uh, I guess whatever the dependence or independence that uh, people who are supposed to be celebrating. Um, you know, one one guy, one white guy, or quote unquote white guy, he just straight up said it's his favorite holiday because he get to eat stuff and, and light stuff on fire, basically. So, you know, the, it's kind of funny when you, you look at the um, uh, almost like the uh, I don't want to say psychology behind it, but the aggression. You can see like the, the aggression embedded in each holiday that they kind of right. Uh, well, yeah, mangle. yeah. It's, it's no coincidence that you know, um, um, brother Alton Sterling's um, murder took place, you know, during that ritualistic time period of July the fourth. Mhm. Yep. You know. Um. Yeah, man. So, um. As as far as the uh, you know, I was around about my uh, aunt's birthday on uh, Fourth of July, or whatever, whatever uh, thirteen sixty, whatever calendar we we using. But uh, right. But I guess for for the sake of um the society, the Fourth of July, and and uh, you know she she um supposed to be all smart and everything, graduated university in New York, and uh. <clears throat> Kind of went into that whole Hillary Clinton thing, and you know, after a while, you uh, you you gotta humble yourself. Um, it ain't about how much you know. You know, you just don't go around uh, flashing knowledge, so to speak. So you right. already know when you you know you just you just let somebody talk. You know, you you gotta go into it. But she she just kept on going on about it about right. Hillary Clinton. So I'm like, um. And when, hold on, before I say that, you notice—I know you've been noticed this a minute ago—but how um, there's like a, a conflation of conspiratorial programs on on national TV and everything. Like you remember back in the day, uh, at least mid '90s, it wasn't none of that. As far as I, I remember, my consciousness. Exactly, it wasn't. Right. So so now we we you know all this um. You know, anytime you got uh, what's his name, the, the wrestler, there was uh, the, the wrestler that uh, was in California, the governor. Right. You talking about Jesse Ventura? Yeah, yeah. Any anytime you got him on on TV uh, talking that that stuff, but so some of them was like um, Hillary Clinton. Right. Had I think he was from um, Minnesota. I think he yeah, was in right. Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. he was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he, he straight up said that um, you know, the politics is like a, is is it's, uh, is equated to uh, wrestling. You know, at, in the ring we all hate each other, we we get mad, aggression, and then after the show we 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 go home and have a dinner together. Right. You know, but but um, she was trying to deny Hillary Clinton shadowy uh, shadowy history, and you know I just paused it right there. I ain't even going to the. You know what was it called? The uh, the murder the murder cases of um, 
Bill Clinton in, in Arkansas. Remember the, uh, the body? Oh, yeah. The whole yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, in the 1990s, yeah, before he became president, yeah, yeah. they was able to – and um. They was able to see the murders. I mean, shit, hell, when he was in there, hell, he killed Ron Brown. <laughs> yeah, it's yep, dead. Yeah. Hell, who, I mean, dude had a 45 or 9 millimeter slug to the top of the dome, found on the damn crash plane. <laughs> plane crashed, and they still had to kill him? So obviously he wasn't dead yet. Right. They said that right, the um, that the um, female who was on there, who was the... um. So-called uh, um, stewardess, you know, they usher her. You know, they was taking her to the car, and then somehow she mysteriously died. You know, type of thing. So it was a, it was a lot of stuff going on with that. Dick Gregory speaks about um, that in detail. You know, from during that time period. I mean, hell, we had um, there was military people on. I think it was sixty minutes. Either 2020, one of them shows back then, who um, was stating that they did an autopsy on Ron's brown body and found this damn nine um, nine millimeter forty five um, forty five slug in his dome. Top of the head. Right at the top of the head. So that that probably tell you that, <clears throat> unfortunately, the bro was trying to get up. Yep. Most likely he was trying to get up. But, uh, yeah, uh, so she, she, uh, you know, I, I was trying to think of something basic because cause years ago I had a little, I used to carry around a little paper that had the, um, the presidential connections, the familiar co- connections, familiar, uh, the, the bloodlines. Right. Like, uh, just, just for the basic average Joe, you know, like just, I mean, hell, it was a national, you know, on public TV that uh, Obama, quote-unquote Obama, was, uh, what, Dick Cheney's fifth cousin and Bush's sixth yeah. cousin or something. So, just, you know, just trying to galvanize the consciousness a little bit. But uh, when she um, she went into the whole Democrats and Republic thing, I was like, okay, um, this, this, this is perfect. So let me, let me stop you right there with, with the whole rant. And you know, just something basic when you can, you can, you can get like a baseline. <clears throat> when you when you get like a a logical baseline, so that way somebody can hook on to what you're saying. So I said, how come in school we was indoctrinated with uh, pledge allegiance to the flag, of the United States of America, and to the republic, which it stands. And and then all of a sudden she was like, um, oh yeah, I know it's a republic, but. She she was going back and forth with this whole democracy and, and uh, republic, but then all of a sudden when it's, it's like you click a little light bulb, and and uh, I guess you kind of move from there. But yeah, man, it's I think the consciousness is picking up. Uh, you could definitely tell any any time. What was that dude name? Um, <clears throat> uh, I threw away the TV a minute ago, man. Um, People were talking about the, the BET dude um, that uh, gave that speech. Jesse yeah, Jesse Williams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any, anytime you you got stuff like that popping off, and uh, uh, even the sports fans, the uh, the MK Ultra shit. The, uh, what was that dude? Now he he basically he went in a trance right in front of the uh, the whole interview. He 
he just went into a straight trance and had had your average uh, LeBron James fan question like, "What's up with the dude?" So yeah, you could tell that the, the consciousness is, is shifting around. Oh yeah, and about the credit, man. I, I was reading a little article about um, credit bubble, and we all know that uh, you know we like 17 trillion in debt or whatever. And they right. can't sustain. It can't, yeah, it can't sustain forever. But um, one of the uh, people that used to work for Goldman Sachs he said that we on we we passed the uh, we passed the uh, expansionary point of the credit bubble, and then you got the uh, distribution. Like we were basically on on one of the last phases of the credit bubble, the cycle. I was just wondering what you thought about that. Um, it's true. As a matter of fact, on this type of system in which they've been doing here since 1913, 1914, called the Federal Reserve Bank, actually this type of system weren't supposed to last no more than 70 years based on economists and financiers' estimate. So really, this is long overdue as far as a reset to this type of system. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, what, a country got to go bankrupt every 70 years, ain't it? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's every 70 years because if you count from... Each one, I think, I, yeah, each one we had has been 70 years apart, as far as I remember. Right. It normally is about that. So that's that's what they've been working on is that, you know, about 70 years or so, they have to do a reset, you know. And right now, that was uh, Obama did a reset, um, really, in 2008 when he came in by doing a stimulus um, program. You know, um, hold on. Right, let me bring in this other caller, area code five four zero, area code four five zero. Peace, peace. What's going on? Peace, peace, peace. peace. My yeah. tip. Hey, uh, how you doing, Doctor Aline? Hope all is well. Yeah, um, everything is good, God. Brother L, I hope you're back in better health. Um, all right, all thank you, well brother. Um, well, I just wanted to kind of touch on a couple of quick points and ask you, uh. Your opinion. Um, the brother brought up the uh, financial deal, so I wanted to see what you thought about, you know, Britain leaving the EU. And right. I have a lot of coworkers that lost like a whole lot of money in stock or whatnot. So, right. do you think that the EU leaving uh, Britain leaving the EU will ultimately lead to maybe the Federal Reserve going tanking, or do you think that Britain's going to use them leaving the EU to? basically work on this one world bank type of thing they're trying to work on. Yeah, I think that's what they're working on. Um, everything will begin to start falling up under the um, IMF, the International Monetary Fund. Mm-hmm. On the back of your Social Security card, that's called your International Monetary Fund or IMF number, mm-hmm. which is registered or connected to the Federal Reserve Bank. Mm-hmm. So if anything, then the EU, the Federal Reserve Bank, all of that would be tied to the International Monetary Fund system, you mm-hmm. know. So really, 
uh, right now, they can't get away from it. Even with what Africa is doing right now, setting up the United States of Africa, um, with Gaddafi being killed, and which that he was going to use the country's uh, finances and gold to form actual currency, you know, and the fact that that concept is, I haven't heard them really talk about it and come back on the table with that. Because they know what happens if they do. So that means they're going to have to join the IMF. Mm. Oh, and and speaking of that, what about um, what Venezuela is going through right now? You know, they took out Chavez, and now they they don't have no food in Venezuela. So, you know, politics as usual, right? (laughs) Exactly, exactly. Um, Well, what they're going to have to end up doing, um, it seems that – the so-called president who is in there now is going to have to um, have a choice but to beg the IMF or World Bank for funding, you know, um, or some type of funds to be generated. So he's going to have to make some type of deal with the IMF or World Bank in order to get that done instead of letting gotcha. people starve, you know, which, I mean, that land is so fertile till I mean, you're in a country in which that deals with, you know, a warm population, a warm climate, I should say, a weather condition, you know, this should be, you know. Plenty of food, right? Plenty of food all over the place. We went to the Bahamas. We went to even down to Florida, to Miami. You know, you walk down the Everywhere, street and right? you're seeing, you know, ugly food. You're seeing um, graviola um, food. You're seeing what's called sour sap. You're seeing all types of fruit all over the place. Oranges, uh, everything is right there. Just walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, so, not even just that. Growing in people's backyards and stuff. Man. Right, growing in people's backyards. Right. So, right, so that's ridiculous that you have to depend upon the government for that type of resource. You know, now it's you know, it's people mostly within the city structures, you know, but Miami is a city, but yet you can still walk down the street and see um, food all over the place. So there's no excuse for not having um, food, you know, yeah. you know, so, so, so that, that's the situation right there, brother, that our people have to come back into overstanding of, you know? Yeah, definitely. And then um, I want to ask you about the, um, like when I heard about the uh, the guy today, Sterling, and I find that interesting. That one, you know, I, I feel like everything is is spiritual first. And with Sterling, right. you know, you got you got the whole Donald Sterling, blah blah blah. Right. You got the whole you know Sterling in silver and you know related right. to the moon. And silver done jumped you got up to now nineteen dollars right and out. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you think? I feel like this is it's kind of a big ritual to me the way the video is being shown, you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like right. Like the Super Bowl or anything else. You you know, you get all of these people looking at the same thing and they put right. all their emotions into it and their exactly. their emotions is on the lower you know what I'm saying, in the lower self and that higher self realm, which just gives the beast more, you know what I'm saying, energy for him to suck off of. So right. you think it's uh what do you think of the timing of everything being you know, not necessarily the fourth, but two days after the fourth, and it's actually a thirteen day if you think about it, because it's July the sixth. 
which is interesting. Right. And then it's a nine year, so you know, nine is is, is Mars and right. Jeff and fighting. And but all the of that. fact so, that it happened so close to the fourth just shows and proves that we're really looking at something in which that is ritualistic. Mm-hmm. And that's what I was saying. You know, it's ritualistic. So mm-hmm. we, we, we see that just yesterday the FBI let Hillary or Hillary yep. off the um, hook mm-hmm. for those what? Yeah, for them, for those emails. Uh, for those emails. Uh huh. You know. I, I I sometimes feel like I don't know if it's a, a how big of a ritual it is, or if it's just a, like a, um, let's create this issue so we can cover up. You know what I'm saying? Like the Hillary thing. Like if this didn't happen today, I'm sure this would be maybe front page news. But then you right. know, let's 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 kill somebody else and see how we can get on the front page with this, and we'll put Hillary on page twelve. You know. Bingo. Exactly. And then uh, I know they murdered a brother yesterday, too, down in Tupelo, Mississippi. I don't know if you heard about the police dog. The police dog attacked him or something, and the guy fought the dog back, and then the officer killed him or something like that. Yeah. So, man, that's uh, Well, I appreciate your commentary. You know, you always do the great work. Um, you know, keep the good vibes going. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you, brother, everybody. for coming on. Thank you. Appreciate yes. you, God. All right. Peace, brother. Peace. Peace. Brother L, you got any closing comments? All I can say is another good one we done. Right, right. No doubt about it. Appreciate you coming on and being part of this broadcast. And also, um, brother, from Fort... For um four one zero um area, you got any closing comments? Oh no, nah, brother. I thought I, I muted myself. I'm I'm just enjoying the show, man. Oh okay. <laughs> okay, well we appreciate you, bro. Thank you. All right, so um we gonna close out um tonight, y'all. We appreciate y'all coming on, checking this out, and um essentially. We out. Peace. Peace. Don't need to be a dope boy, my poetry is dope enough Trapping interstellar while my third eye open up See through all the lies that y'all tell it with a straight face Return of the luminous ones Y'all better make way to find a chapter Find a collapse on all you politicians They politicking how to lead a world no pot to piss in The way I think is more deep and in the Grand Canyon I guarantee this black man would be the man standing My premonition matched the old man calendar It's always accurate like a lightweight challenger For all you wicked witches and the wizard of Oz You and that man Behind the curtain, yeah, y'all fixing the fall Only a matter of time before shit hit the fan Here's an idiot's guide for you on how to get a man I don't need a bunch of homers to ride or die with me I can call on Hey Ruth to fly the skies with me We going through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my hunk and gave my Jesus peace back to the Pope
Been riding on this city streets, never really miss a beat To the point of no return, lest I turn another cheek Catch me on my dated vibe, smooth as I wanna be Just being me, never chilling with the wannabes God in the flesh, dated bad sister latches Because my history is more than they can understand it My melanated skin, star brush from the astro I'm made of dark energy, created from black holes No thyself, the only one you can lean on I got some school books that y'all can break y'all weed on Our here is Martin Luther King and slave ships But what about the underwater cities and spaceships? My mystical mind, we had the government covering But if the old man temple fly away like a mothership Where African people wear the rear and they knock it Wearing feathers on their heads just to prove feet taller than me through the transition and that's all she wrote Put on my hockey game, my cheese and treats back to the post Back to the post, back my angel time to bring heaven on earth I was the last golden child that returned to the birth Yo, don't look at me the same, I ain't nothing like I used to be Upgraded daily through the lies and all the foolery My dream became lucid, I travel back in time Collecting life data for my subconscious mind That father let me know that anything is possible By pulling down the universe through my crown chakra Manipulate the energy, it's all an illusion Knowing who you are kills all the confusion Why 85% judge off my appearance? I use alchemy to create the world potential My lyrics turn divas right back into queens Why those Boys, I think twice appearing back on the scene. Everybody gone mad, blaming me to your outlet. The new black Hollywood chosen straight out of the project. Pomo and gender war, sucking up to the master. Why the whole community going up in disaster? We going through the transition.